The number one question we get from listeners is, do we have a written step-by-step roadmap to guide you on how to train your dog? We don't, but Standing Stone Supply does. They're the creators of the complete step-by-step dog training program that takes your dog from brand new puppy and gets it well on its way to that finished dog you've always dreamed of. They've mapped out the timelines to help guide you, the videos for every step of the way to show you, and even have the needed gear made into shopping lists to make it easy to supply you. Check out the course at StandingStoneSupply.com to gain unlimited access for all current as well as future lessons and be sure to use the code GDIY to save 10% at sign up. Being an upland hunter in the south nowadays unfortunately means a lot of travel to try and find birds for my dogs. This means it's even more important that my map scouting is reliable to justify the effort. This is where Onyx comes in. I can honestly say that Onyx directly impacts the level of success I find on my trips. Whether it's the private versus public land boundaries, the expanding number of unique layers and features by state, or the 3D mapping capabilities, my initial step in planning my hunting trip starts with Onyx. To know where you're going, you have to first know where you stand. Check out Onyx Hunt Maps and use code G. GDIY20 at checkout to save 20%. GDIY has partnered with the Bird Dog Society to do monthly bonus check-ins to discuss and announce any news and events that may be of interest for any and all bird dog owners and trainers. There are a lot of factors that impact us as we try to train, hunt, and just live with our dogs. So it is important to recognize the resources we utilize are maintained, improved, and people actually know about them. Please check out the links in the show notes that can direct you where to get involved and show your support. All right, everybody, welcome back to another edition of the Bird Dog Society Update. Joined with me again is Terry Ann. Terry Ann, how you doing this morning? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, as always. So uh, try and catch me up. I think the last time we spoke, you're actually headed up northeast to kind of try your hand at grouse and woodcock. I do want to hear an update on that and how, how that trip transpired for you. Yeah, so um, it was a good time. I got to hunt two different days uh, up in kind of mid to northern New Hampshire. Um, we Zara pointed one woodcock, which I missed, and I think we saw a couple grouse slash heard them. It's hard to say. I didn't get close enough, and I mean, she was pointing, and then like a couple times, I saw something large flying. So it looked like a grouse, <laughs> but I'm not entirely sure. Um, I didn't able, I wasn't able to shoot anything. Um, so it was it was fun. I mean, we I kind of logistically didn't plan very well, so we were staying really far away from where I was hunting, and I was driving back and forth. So that was I just didn't have a lot of time. Um, but you know, I'm glad we went and. You know, it was it was definitely fun. It was beautiful up there in the mountains. Um, yeah. I'd never hunted in, the, hunted in the mountains before, so it's tough to beat the Northeast in the fall. It's it's gorgeous up there. Oh yeah, and all the and it was um, actually I realized it was my first time hunting with the leaves up because here during woodcock season, it's in December, all the leaves are always down. So, I mean, she had a tracking collar on and was not really looking to get lost, but I was like, okay, where are you? Because <laughs> it was really hard to see her. Yeah. Now, see her to see the bird, hear the flush. It even dampens yeah. and, and really insulates that flush. Oh, to your point, especially kind of being, because this was your first quote unquote grouse hunt. You've done woodcock hunting. Yeah. Uh, so, so really, if you're going up there, it's your first experience or exposure to it not really knowing exactly what they sound like the leaves being up can really dampen that flush to even make it a little more difficult for you to kind of figure things out yes and i had i had hearing protection in too so i was like you oh know. okay so that's that's tough i tell <laughs> rough grouse hunting is such an audible 
kind of thing, especially like what even in areas that are thick with birds, you. I can't mm-hmm. tell you probably nine out of 10 at the very least, if not 99% of, of birds I key in on because of the audible of the flush. So hearing protection is pretty, pretty difficult. I know me and Larson, we've talked about that a number of times to where we both tried different shooting protections and it just, it doesn't work yeah. out very well. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, but my dad has hearing issues, so I try to be careful. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. And and I hope that some of these kind of electronic things as they kind of develop and, and create new products or updates or something, hopefully somebody figures out one that will work pretty well. Because, I mean, what what I've kind of realized is when you get the electronic one, you're going through and, and hitting all that brush and the leaves up against your body, you're just hearing that static. So you have to kind of dampen it even more and, and turn the settings up and dial them up even more. And then you really can't hear the flush. So it's just kind of... I think there's challenges in the rough grouse woods that you don't really find out on the prairie, so to speak. Sure. Yeah. So how did Zara do going into that thick, nasty cover and, and working something that she was kind of foreign to? Oh, she did great. I mean, she was in hunting mode the entire time. I mean, she definitely knew what we were out there to do. Um, and she was, like I said, she pointed multiple times and, um, I think cause it was similar enough to Woodcock cover that she had no issues kind of translating it. Um, right. So, um, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, so what have you been doing since you got back? You've been back on the field trial route or are you hunting some local birds? What do you, what's the plan for the rest of the season? We did go duck hunting once, um, when the season was briefly open in November, but, um, it's closed again. So we, we just spent, um, pretty much all of November running field trials and then doing this kind of new kind of test called a master hunter, excellent test. So, um, we had, we had a good fall. I mean, she got a couple placements and overall is still running really well. So it was, it was a good time. Yeah. What, what's the master hunter excellence test? So that's a new test um, that was developed by AKC that's supposed to, it's for dogs that already have a master hunter title. Um, it's kind of like supposed to be another level beyond that. And they're, they had the inaugural one at the beginning of November in, in North Carolina. And they're kind of right now making some tweaks to the concept and um, kind of figuring out how it's going to be uh, brought out in 2024. But um I have a whole podcast about it. If anyone's interested, um, I interviewed Doug Lundgren, who's the, one of the executive vice presidents at AKC. So we kind of went over what's required, but, um, it was a little bit of a different kind of event. Um, so it it was, it was fun. Um, you know, another, it was, it's it's a standards based thing, um, versus a field trial, which is competitive. So, yeah. Okay. And uh, your, your kind of thoughts after going through it, it's kind of neat being on the forefront, I guess, kind of testing the waters before they roll it out nationwide. That's kind of a neat experience at least. Yeah, it was fun. It was actually put on by Westminster Kennel Club, which is obviously a very distinguished, well-known kennel club um, that is known for putting on the big dog show, but they also are licensed for pointing breed hunt tests and I think field trials too. Um, So there was definitely you know, they had all these fancy ribbons and there were like photographers there and stuff. So that was kind of fun. Um, and I think the, the, the event definitely is something worth pursuing. I think they need to kind of figure out like, um, tweak, make sure the scoring is kind of clear, like how, you know, to make sure there's consistency among the judges and then kind of figure out, um, you know, what, what's the main kind of purpose for this? Is it really to kind of 
uh, have the cream of the crop for hunt desk dogs? Are they trying to have some sort of crossover with field trials at all? Um, so I think they're working on that. Gotcha. And so that episode that you did, is that currently out now? Is that something I can link in the show notes for everybody if they're yeah. interested? Awesome. So, all right. Yeah. If you're interested in hearing more about that, check out the, the, the show notes. I'll have that link. Uh, so yeah, I mean, trial season, you've, you've gotten to hunt a little bit. So you, you, you know, you got, you're doing what we all do in the fall and winter. What's, uh, what's the bird dog society up to right now? What are you guys kind of having come down the pipe that you're excited about? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I'm very into the test and trial world. So the thing I'm most excited about is that St. Hubert's trial that we've talked about before. Um, we have, uh, the registration is currently open and we are taking registrations for both pointing and flushing dogs. So it's, um, I know we've talked about it before, but it's um, February 3rd and 4th at H. Cooper Black, which is in uh, South Carolina. It's a big, um, big public land field trial ground. So it's a great place to have it. And um, we are hoping to get some uh, vendors and such, and it should be a really fun event for people that are you know new to the trial eager testing world as well as people that are experienced so um it's we're hoping to have people kind of from all over and it'll be a really nice event that's kind of a cool combination of like a standards-based thing so if your dog does well and kind of meets the standard you can you know you'll get a certificate for that but you can also earn um either a champion or runner-up champion title if you you know do your dog does really well and, and beats the other dogs yeah so i mean i'm excited for it i know i'm going to that grayson and, and you guys asked me to to be the judge of the hunter class uh so i'm excited to to do that and kind of experience this new or different style of trial, if you will, uh, in person, it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun and just something different to, to go and do in early February. Yeah. Um, and then besides that, we're, I think Jim mentioned next time that the, or last time that the troubles with bird dogs, uh, workshop is going to be opening soon. That is still the case. We're hoping to get the registration open in December. So, you know, hopefully this month, um, we have our shed hunt coming up in uh, March, March 9th. It's uh, at the Butner Falls Game Lands in North Carolina. And uh, we had a good time at that last year and um, should be uh, fun this year as well. We're going to actually um, have an area where you can kind of practice finding sheds with your dogs first before you go out into the big area because a lot of people that came last year didn't have experience with shed hunting or the dogs didn't. So, you know, I know if I sent my dog out to hunt something, she's going to be hunting squirrels and birds, probably not sheds. So, <laughs> right. Um, you know, if that's the case for your dog, we'll have a little practice area, which would be great um, to start. So, um, and then we have obviously our webinars as well. The one, um, the one we have added um, in April is with Kristen Murray. She is a photographer who specializes in photographing dogs hunting. Um, and it's called, it's called the art of the hunt. That's on Thursday, April 11th. And I think that'll be a really fun one. Um, Kristen has a lot of experience, uh, photographing dogs and she now has her own Brittany as well that she's training for hunting. So she's definitely living the lifestyle. Um, and I know a lot of people, you know, when you're out with your dogs, you want to get good photos. So she's going to give us some tips on how to do that. Awesome. 
Yeah, that's always something that I'm I'm interested in doing. That even with your iPhone, it's amazing how if you kind of know the angles or or even just touching up on editing, uh, some of those memories you can file away are are pretty cool when you kind of go at it from a, a measured standpoint rather than just you know pray and spray and and just hope that you come away with something good. Right. Yes, there's definitely some technique to it. <laughs> right. Um. And then I'm not sure if we had mentioned this before on the on your podcast, but BDS will be at Pheasant Fest in early March. Uh, I think that's the first weekend of March out in South Dakota this year. So we're going to have a booth again. We were out there last year as well and um, hopefully going to be selling some merchandise as well um, and, you know, educating people about what we do and hopefully getting some new membership. So we are definitely looking forward to that. It was a great time last year. Yeah. Is Zara going to get some uh, love time at the booth or is it going to be Manu hogging all the love again? Unfortunately, I'm not willing to drive to South Dakota. So we left at home. (laughs) Gotcha. All right. So you're flying and leaving Zara at home and Manu's just going to have to suffer through all the, the head scratches again. Yeah, Zara would definitely love it, but uh, unless I can find an easy way to fly her on an airplane, she's not coming. Gotcha. Uh, Hey, there's a a price to pay with all of it, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So... um, so yeah, that's uh, we have some other events in the works that are uh, hopefully we have an event hopefully coming next fall, but I can't really talk about that too much yet without anything being hammered out. So um, there's definitely stuff coming down the pipeline, um, but we're working out the details yeah. right now. And that's that's why I really kind of support you guys and and the organization that you guys are doing is y'all don't just come out and say that y'all want to do some events and and you know present learning opportunities for, for people. You guys are actually always working to try and figure out other webinars, other events to, to do. And, and every time I talk to you or Jim, there's always something in the works that you guys can't talk about. And that's why we, we kind of do these, uh, these updates with you guys every month right now. I know what we're, we're going to talk about how often we're going to do that into the next year, but, uh, it's been a pleasure kind of this year in 2023, highlighting you guys. And, and I'm just looking forward to all the work that you guys are going to continue into years future. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've had, especially the in-person events that we held this year, we had a lot of great feedback from the people that attended them. Um, you know, I don't, I think everyone enjoyed the events overall. You know, there was a lot of stuff that was learned and especially at the, um, hunting with your bird doll workshop and the, the shed hunt as well. So, you know, if you're, um, able to, I definitely encourage you to come to a in-person event. I mean, the virtual events are great, but in-person is when it's, you can really, you know, just make connections with people and, and, and learn a whole lot more. So, yeah, absolutely. I think that's, that's the case in most of this stuff. Anytime you can do it in person, that's always going to be better. But, uh, Fortunately, the the technology nowadays affords us the opportunity to do webinars and, and, you know, different things that keep the membership engaged. And so anybody listening to this or have listened to any of the ones throughout 2023, by all means, you know, go sign somebody up. If you got somebody in your family that has bird dogs, sign them up for Christmas or something because it is a good organization and, and worth supporting. And I'm excited to hear what you guys have cooking next fall because the events you guys have had so far, it's pretty uh pretty unique and good ideas and, and troubles with bird dogs. That's going to be a, a fun one. And the St. Hubert's trial, you know, you guys aren't just recycling and, and, you know, doing derivative, uh, events. You guys are trying to step out and do different things. And that's going to be a, a lot of fun and beneficial for a lot of people. 
Yeah. And one more thing too. Um, so when we had that uh, hunting with your bird dog workshop, we actually had the majority of the presentations recorded on video. So the first one of those is up um, in the video archive. So if you're a member, you can log into your account on the website and access that. Um, we're going to, we're working to get the other ones up. So the first one, which is called game bird biology is up there. Um, so if you either attended the workshop and wanted a refresher, or if you didn't attend and want to watch them, they're going to be available for members on our website. If you're logged in. Awesome. Well, if, if that's it, uh, all the stuff that you have us updating, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Appreciate you taking the time and, and stopping by with us and, uh, you and Zara have a, have a great holiday season and get out and go trial and maybe shoot some birds while you're at it. And, uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll talk here soon. Sounds good. Yep. Everyone seems to have the same questions or concerns when they start trying to decide which kennel to purchase for their vehicle. Perhaps it's time to stop asking all the questions and just design the perfect setup that meets your exact needs. B-Pro Kennel specializes in designing and fabricating custom premier dog boxes handcrafted right here in the USA from high grade lightweight aluminum. They'll get you set up with the size dimensions, lighting, storage, battery boxes with solar charging, and anything else you can dream of. Stop stressing over buying the wrong setup, just have to replace it again and a year. Go ahead and check out bprokennels.com and get exactly what you want. If you're considering changing your dog's food soon, then be sure to check out Yukonuba Pro Performance. Their science-backed formulas are designed to take your dog to the next level of performance. They also now have the new puppy formula to help your pup start strong and live active. When looking at all the different food options, remember Yukonuba to help power their ultimate performance. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Bob from Lone Ducks Gun Dog Chronicles podcast. I hope you just enjoyed the episode you just listened to. And if you did, I think you'll enjoy hopping on ours. We've got professional retriever trainers and upland bird dog trainers from across the country and world sharing their tips and tricks and great stories to help you and your dog get ready for the season. We'll see you there.